This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. So now Jeffy told me about this story, and... Uh, and we were talking about it, and he said that this is Donald Trump surrendering. Because, oh. Stu, you've been talking for the last two days. He's been... Uh, as he would say, low energy. Yeah. Low energy. He's just been low energy. Now, could I ask you a question before we play this audio? Is it possible that this is the Donald Trump that everybody meets with in private that everybody likes? Possibly. I mean, it's, I don't, okay. I, everyone was saying this was such this terrible moment. I didn't think it... You know. okay, I didn't think it is. I actually... I actually liked it because he kind of sounded sincere. I think he was joking, yeah. but he kind of sounded sincere like, I've got to do a good job. I want you to listen to what he said on the campaign trail. This will be maybe the most important election that our country's ever had. Maybe. So go out and spread the word. And once I get in, I will do my thing that I do very well. <laughs> and I figure it's probably... Maybe the only way I'm going to get to heaven. So I better do a good job. Okay? Thank you. Thank you very much. Actually, he sounds a little bit humble there. Yeah, he does. Yes. Except for I'm going to get in and do what I do very well. Right. Instead of, I thought he was close to saying, and I'm going to do my very best, which a normal person would say. But he does sound humble there. Yeah. And I'm wondering if this is the guy that everybody here's because you said this is donald trump oh defeated defeated donald yeah, trump. over done you, th- you really think that? i do i don't think he's done by any means no, no. in his head do you think in his he's head i think defeated i feel like this is the first time in a long time that he's thinking holy crap i might just lose, lose this thing and might lose it badly that does not i don't actually subscribe to that i, I think he probably has at least one maybe two runs in him before this thing, uh, before we actually start casting votes. I mean, yeah, I think he. Ha- I think he has. I think he has uh, possibly one more chance, to, two more chances. You're right, two more chances to run it back up and do something stupid and lose a little. But he's running out of runway. Yeah, I mean, he needs to obviously. But but again, like we don't know what would have happened if uh, the focus on the campaign was him. Or his opponent being endorsed by the father of a terrorist a couple of days ago. Right. We, don't, we don't know what would have happened because of that, because he obviously made his Second Amendment remarks and that took over the media cycle. I mean, there's going to be she's going to make mistakes, too. There's going to be Russian emails that come out that make her look terrible. Well, here's the new. Here's the here's the latest. Listen to this. They are showing now from uh, the latest dump that uh, George Soros, his people. And George himself were in contact with Hillary Clinton over Albania when she was Secretary of State. He was urging her to uh, uh, do what he wanted done in Albania. I, I tell you, I am, after reading the TPP, and honestly, I was going over my commercials today and what I was going to say in some of my commercials. Let me just, let me give you this without the commercial with it. Um, in 1988, 
an article in The Economist predicted the sacrifice of some economic sovereignty of nation states, the end of the dollar's world reserve status, and the rise of the IMF as a bridge to a single global currency. Well, first of all, the sacrifice of economic sovereignty of nation states, that's coming and it's already happening. Um, The end of the dollar's world reserve status, that is on its way. The rise of the IMF, is it's rising right now because of the instability of all of the currency around the world and is a bridge to a single global currency. It went on to say that investors should get ready for a global currency by 2018. Wow. Now, remember, this was written 30 years ago. Pretty close. Jeez. That's astonishing. And I saw that, and I thought to myself, these guys, as much as I have learned in the last 10 years, I understand, for the first time... George Soros is even spookier than he has ever been. He is scarier than he has ever been to me. And so are these progressives. I think they have been laughing at us. All of the stuff that we have tried to do where we're like, hey, we got to we got to get in front of this. We got to, you know, we got to educate ourselves. They we haven't even been. We didn't know who Woodrow Wilson was. We don't even know, most people don't even know why the White House correspondence dinner uh, went into effect. What the Council of Foreign Relations, they get into this conspiracy thing. It's not. They, they don't know the, the things that we've learned um, it, it, over the last couple of weeks because of the book Liars uh, about LBJ and how all of that happened and what they were doing. We didn't, we, we don't pay attention that another progressive, Nixon, tried to get all handguns removed. Now we're not paying attention to the TPP. We didn't know any of the past. We're educating ourselves self still on the past. And as we were doing that, Common Core all of a sudden reared its ugly head. We're like, what the hell is this? They're already not teaching history to our kids prior to 1880. In many schools, they don't learn any American history prior to 1880. They've already done it. America 2.0 is already here. But I'm getting the distinct feeling that what is coming has already been planned. The net, the safety net for it to fall into is already done. The ship has already sailed. Exactly what George Soros said. The ship has already sailed, and it's not coming back to this port. It's, it is frightening what is happening in the world right now. Some would say we're doomed. <laughs> well, not you. No, um, not you. No, no, not me. You mean you. You say that all the time. <laughs> yes. It is. I mean, do you guys feel this way? I had a lady in our studio audience yesterday, and... Um, she became a little overwhelmed and she said, look, I know I trust God and I know he has it in his hands and I, I know all of this. She said, but I feel, and I, I describe it as almost like, you know, when you don't know, when somebody calls you and says, like a doctor calls you and says, I think you have cancer. 
we're going to run some more tests. And then you run those tests on a Friday and they can't give you the results until Monday or Tuesday. And those days are hell. And you're just like, I can't take the waiting. Even if I have cancer, it's better to know I have cancer. And then when the doctor says you have cancer, you're like, ooh, I actually kind of like the idea of having a little bit of hope that I don't have cancer. I was wrong. You know what I mean? This woman said to me, she is, she can't take the stress of waiting for the shoe to drop. She knows it's coming. Just drop the damn shoe. And I keep thinking to myself, no, because I still have a itsy bitsy hope. It's like, you know what it is? How we're all going to feel when we know Hillary Clinton is going to be the next president of the United States. Right now, if it turns out that Donald Trump is, we will still have a little bit of hope, even me, because we'll be like, okay, 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 well, maybe he won't be so bad. Maybe, maybe he'll get it. Maybe all of a sudden he won't be somebody who has people chanting like he did this week, put the press in jail, put him in jail, put him in jail. That's spooky. Maybe he won't be that guy. I have none of that hope for Hillary Clinton. None. Uh... We're going to feel like that on the day after the election. Happy Friday, everybody. (laughs) Scary, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, they're so far ahead of us. Right. Uh, They, they, this is, uh, you've laid this out very well in Liars and and on Fox and many times. This is a long term plan, and long term thinking gets rewarded. Over the long um, over term. The long term. We've, we've uh, never been patient as conservatives. We've never right. had the patience to come up with a hundred-year plan and then see it through and know that the change is going to come incrementally. It's not going to happen right now. It just isn't. You're, you're going to have to wait for the next guy and the guy after that and the one guy or woman after that and, that, and so on. And that's what they've been doing yeah. since uh, William Jennings Bryan made that big speech in the 1890s. Yes. We want to lose weight right now. Yeah, right. don't we, want do. to wait. we want it right, right now. And we're not willing to even try a plan. If you say somebody, well, we need a 100-year plan. They're like, a 100 years, shut up. <laughs> I, mean, I can't wait 100 years. We don't have 100 years. The fact is we don't, but we should be at least planning for it, right? You should be, we should be doing everything we possibly can to save this union. Abraham Lincoln certainly did. The, the interesting thing is going to be to see how this... Oh, this is a really spooky conversation. Yes, it? it is. It's a really spooky conversation. Um, the interesting thing is going to be because the best laid plans don't usually work out that way. When it, because there's too many... The world, if you're going to replace the, the world's reserve currency... That means every country in the West is on fire, is destabilized. Every hundreds of millions of people have nothing. They don't have a way to buy food. They don't have a way. I mean, dictators will crop up. You, you are looking at a completely unstable world. What is their plan to hold that together? Which is frightening. Yeah, I don't know. Which is frightening. I mean, everybody asks, why would they do this? It'll lead to chaos. Well, that's, that's been the goal 
It's been the goal all along, right? Because that's what brings about the change they want is chaos. Yeah, heat the world. Never let a crisis go to waste. It goes to the the, uh, Piven. uh, Plowered and Piven. Plowered and Piven thing. Yeah, and you know, it's. All of that. But it's also, this has happened happened before. You know, every time technology greatly changes, there's war. We, we, We had great upheaval in technology. Around 1860, we, we started to have machinery, the, the cotton gin and everything else. It started changing things. And we started having, we started the beginning of the industrial age. Upheaval, same thing um, in, in Europe by 1870, upheavals. You had the same thing in, uh, in the 1930s, in the 1920s. Technology changed. We all start living in the cities you know, between 1900 and 1930, upheaval. Technology changed again in the 60s, upheaval. It's changing now. It's really, it's, it's a pattern that repeats itself. It's a pattern that if you were smart, you would have seen coming. We have seen it coming just based on technology. So we know there's going to be massive displacement. It's how we hold ourselves together and hold on to each other that's going to make all the difference in the world. Glenn Beck, The Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.